Are you a man looking for an intensive program to help you overcome your sexually addictive behaviors? Gateway to Freedom is your answer. Gateway to Freedom is a three-day intensive workshop for men seeking to overcome sexually addictive behaviors. Whether married, single, or divorced, Gateway to Freedom will help men regain hope for a new life of purity and real contentment. The workshop is conducted by experts in the field of sexual addiction recovery. Your experts have over 35 years of combined experience. Read testimonials of workshop alumni at gatewaymen.com. Get all the info and register online at gatewaymen.com or call 1-800-49-PURITY. Hi, my name is Jonathan, and I'm the founder of the Gateway to Freedom Workshop. I want to personally invite you to be part of our next intensive coming up June 6th through the 8th. So call us today at 1-800-49-PURITY or visit gatewaymen.com. Welcome to Pure Sex Radio, training men, educating women. Are you ready to get real and start living each day in purity? This dynamic program is designed to educate, encourage, and equip listeners with the tools necessary for living a life of sexual purity. Pure Sex Radio brings you the best in mobile talk radio. Listen to real-life struggles, learn how to overcome lust, pornography, and sex addiction, and get serious about purity. Good day, radio listeners. Welcome to this week's edition of the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. We're glad to have you here with us. My name is Jonathan, and we've got uh, Gigi from our office back in the in the studio again today. So, Gigi, how are you today? I'm doing very well, thanks, Jonathan. Good. Glad to be here. Yeah. Well, before we get started, um, this you know we're in a second part of a two part series on our first seven days for wives, just kind of trying to help wives get a general overview of what does it take to go through this healing process after you've discovered that your husband has some secrets of sexual betrayal. And I do want to let you know uh, about a resource that a partner ministry of ours has, um, Shadow of His Wings Ministry. They do four times a year. They do a retreat that's called Journey to Joy. And it's a three-day retreat for wives that's specifically to help wives process through all of these um, really difficult emotions, all of the pain, the anger, the fears, the, you know, how do they deal with the issue of forgiveness, trust, all of those kind of things. And it's uh, it's a wonderful retreat that's really helpful for, for wives. Uh, my wife, Elaine, uh, she comes and shares her story and, and tries to encourage the wives as part of the weekend. And there's other couples and wives that are also there. So it's you're in an environment of ladies who can understand what you're going through. Uh, to get more information about Journey to Joy, you can simply go to journeytojoy.org um, and, and you can get all the information about the upcoming workshops that are going on there, um, the dates, all that information. Again, that's journeytojoy.org. So, Gigi, last week uh, we had started getting into uh, a resource that's on our website. It's called The First Seven Days for Wives. Mm-hmm. And this this helps wives understand kind of what the 
again, the major areas that would need to be addressed in order for her to move forward in the healing healing journey. Uh, we got into day one, which is insight <laughs> and education. And just as a point of review, let me just mention what these are again. Not in any particular order, even though we have them outlined in seven days. Uh, so day one is insight and education. Day two is processing anger and fear. Day three is grieving pain and loss. Day four is forgiveness. Day five is personal care. Day six is emotional support. And then day seven is patience and rebuilding trust. So why don't we pick up where we left off, Gigi, and you just can uh, share with our listeners kind of where we're going to go from here and maybe highlighting some of these other days. We may even be able to get through most, if not all of them. But Mm -hmm. um, also, just for those listeners who are new with us this week, why don't you introduce yourself and, and remind people who you are? Okay. I'm Gigi and I um I'm a wife um of a man, a great guy who's been uh, really brave in um facing his own walk in recovery in the area of sexual brokenness. We were in missions for twelve years, have three beautiful daughters, um twenty-five 21 and 18, so we're almost empty nesters, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and feel very privileged to be here because this program, Pure Sex Radio, uh, in the very, in 2005 is when the Lord just brought everything to light that we needed to deal with, my husband and I, um, and it's been extremely educational for me. So I just feel privileged to be on this end when I've been so often on the receiving end, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, that it's just a proof to me of how much uh, God redeems our stories and our trials. And, and Gigi, I have to put you on the spot here because, uh, you know, we have listeners in some Portuguese speaking countries. That's and right. So you, you've got to say something on the radio program in Portuguese <laughs> for those who are listening in your, in your native tongue. Yes. And I'm from the great country of Brazil. We're about to have the World Cup there. Nice. Important time. Uh, eu quero dizer para todos que são do Brasil ou que falam português que, uh, a paz de Jesus esteja com vocês. Um, e eu espero que essa, essa palavra, mesmo que seja em inglês, possa ser algo de grande conforto e esperança para você, se você tem uma, uma luta nessa área uh, como esposa ou como um homem mesmo, na área sexual. Então, que a paz de Jesus esteja com vocês. Uhum. Nice. We we are officially international now. Yay! Because, uh, so that's exciting. Well, let's yes. let's dive into some of these other days or some other things that you wanted to highlight here. Again, just for the purpose of trying to help mm-hmm. wives get a big picture of what this process looks like and some of the major things that are going to need to be addressed in order for her to really, really fulfill the healing process. Because this isn't just about. I think sometimes the 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 trap that some couples get in is they they work so hard to create a a functional wellness yes. rather than really healing rather mm-hmm. than him pursuing freedom her pursuing real deep healing in her heart a lot of couples they kind of 
they kind of stick these band-aids on the situation and they become functionally well. In other words, they learn mm-hmm. how to be roommates or they learn how to live their lives together, but they're not really healing. They're, there's not real growth there. That's right. And like we, we said in the first uh, session here, uh, how this is healing is doesn't take place quickly. You right. can't speed healing. Like mm-hmm. if you have a wound, I mean, there are things you can do to help, uh, the, process. help the process, but still it needs to heal mm-hmm. um, and it takes time. So um, for me, it's been extremely helpful right in the beginning of my discovery and when I started inviting people in, which we addressed this too about not being isolated, how uh, people encouraged me as a wife to work on my own recovery and on my own healing process. And I want to ask you about that because, you know, a lot of wives have very different reactions to that. What was your reaction when somebody essentially looked you in the eye and said, hey, Gigi, there's things that you need to work on Mm -hmm. in your life? I mean, what was your initial reaction to that? Well, I... uh, Coming from uh, the the sources that it did, actually, I felt cared for. I felt like, you know, you are important in this process and you need to take care of yourself. And uh, I remember the illustration that I have heard several times since then about, you know, the oxygen mask in the airplane and how... Uh, what does the flight attendant tell you to do? First put it on yourself before you try to even help your children. Mm-hmm. And so this this focus, um, not only in my case, it made me feel like people who were caring about me, you know, that I needed help, I needed healing. It wasn't so much like you have big time issues that you need to deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that some wives get, that kind of a treatment, and I, I disagree with that. You know, we all have issues. Right. But at that time, I just needed care and tender loving care. <laughs> and so this, real, this is really kind of about day five then, about the personal care mm-hmm. aspect. Yes, which I think is a very important focus. Um, and, you know, Jonathan, like um, any other trial in life, and this one just tends to really get to the the very foundations of my soul, I guess, of self-worth and, um, you know, because marriage is such a huge um, bond and intimate relationship that um, it, like with any other trial, uh, old wounds come up. Um, bad habits of my own come up, the way that I deal with stress or don't deal with stress, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So there are many things that gets treated um, in the process. Self-righteousness, you know. I tend to be a girl that uh, doesn't have to ex- experience, you know, rebellion or uh, disobeying God to... I tend to kind of look at others and say, you know, and look, listen to God as best I, I can. Um, so with my profile, I can struggle with being self-righteous yeah. easily and thinking, you know, that um, 
I can do it and why can't you? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so God has put me on a road that he highlighted many things to me that needed to be addressed in my own life. Um, but it was a different focus than what even I hear some wives get from others that, you know, what are you doing wrong? Right. It's not a blaming on this issue focus. It's just like, okay, this is happening. And there are things God's going to bring up to the surface. And how are you going to address that? That's well, And I think that's an important distinction to make because too often husbands and wives in this process get what I call formula thinking. Mm-hmm. Well, we just must have gotten the formula wrong. Right. And then, then a lot of times the pressure gets put on that wife. Well, what part did you play? And because something, some ingredient in you wasn't right. This must have been part of why he ended up going and doing some of the stuff he did. And that kind of thinking, I think, misses the boat entirely mm-hmm. of what is necessary at that point. What is necessary at that point is not saying who's to blame for what. Right. I mean, it's at that point, it's saying, how are we going to start picking pieces up and, mm-hmm. and realize it because it's it's the difference between what I call formula thinking versus relationship thinking. Mm-hmm. Relationships thinking is this is not about blaming. This mm-hmm. is about we have a major rift in our relationship. Yes. And a wife needs to step back and, and look at herself, not in the sense of saying what what ingredients are wrong in me, mm-hmm. but looking at herself and saying, man, what needs are arising in me? What pain is arising in me? What feelings are arising in me? And and how can those then be addressed? The husband has to do the very same things. He has to say, hey, what pain is arising in me? What mm-hmm. shame is coming up in me? What historical mm-hmm. things are, are arising that I need to address? And that is relationship thinking, realizing we both have feelings and pain and, and flaws and brokenness that needs to be addressed both on an individual level That's as well right. as a relationship level. And that's a very different way of thinking than saying, hey, wife, let's look at everything that's wrong about you. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. That's, 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 that's ridiculous to go down that path because that's Sorry. just going to add more pain and shame to an already broken heart. And she doesn't need that. No, no. So I think coming from the heart where um, the, the people that helped me see, I really felt cared for. And I also felt uh, that a burden was taken out from my shoulders. I didn't mm-hmm. have to do his part, you right. know. Um, Would you that, also say that 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 those those individuals saying those things to you and and causing you to realize that you, there was care that you needed to take personally? Mm-hmm. Would you say that also that that just validated the emotions you were feeling? That it, yes, it, it said, "Okay, I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. These mm-hmm. are real. This That's is right. not. This is." This is not about shaming you for having very angry feelings or very crazy thoughts or very, you know, mm-hmm. chaotic yes. you know, emotions. It was saying those are normal. Absolutely. And I even remember um, someone very um, important in this recovery process telling me, um, you know what? It's okay for you to feel angry. Mm-hmm. And you, it's okay for even to, you to voice that, you know, because, again... We all have different personalities, and mine doesn't tend to be the one that will just, you know, give a great, big, um, angry discourse, (laughs) you know. 
But I had to realize, you know, I was angry and I had to express some of that. Uh, and the same person told my husband, if she doesn't talk to someone, she's going to implode or explode, you know. And neither one of those is good. <laughs> right, right. So it's, that was really, um, those were helpful, mm -hmm. helpful inputs for me to hear. Okay, so what else did we want to talk about on these on these days? Were there some other ones that you wanted to highlight? Um, I think I'll, I I just feel like staying on the self care a little more mm -hmm. because again, this is I'm a hundred percent responsible for me. While I am not, you know, I'm going to answer to the Lord for me, right, and um, not for my husband's choices. Um, but I just feel like this has been uh, in the process of um, a marriage crisis such as this, even before you know um, the issues that you you really have that are already part of your reality. Um, there's a whole process there of of unhealthy dynamics that takes place. And I just remember I lost myself in that process. I didn't know what I was dealing with. I know that there were, uh, it was easy to get my husband angry. So I started kind of trying to appease him or, you know, um, so much so that I forgot the things I like to do. I forgot who I was in some things, uh, and my identity um, became too connected. And we talked about this recently, how it, how important it is to be remain individuals. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting. There's, the, you know, obviously the, the principle in the Bible of, of marriage is one of oneness. The two mm -hmm. shall become one flesh. There is a oneness there. Yes. Uh, but also we have to remember that that prior even to that first marriage where Adam and Eve were brought together and God established that marriage where he said two shall become one flesh. It's very important that we realize that when he said he created man, mm -hmm. he created him male and female. Yes. He never said the two shall become this hybrid in the sense that they <laughs> lose their maleness and she loses her femaleness. In other words... There needs to be a masculine identity in that man in that marriage. There also needs to be a feminine identity in that woman in that marriage. And that's that individuality you're talking about. Mm -hmm. That Yes, they've become one. And that's, that's much more of a, uh, it is a spiritual, emotional, and physical oneness. But it doesn't mean that the man is stripped of his masculinity or the woman is stripped of her femininity. Right. She's still female. He's still male. Yeah, and so I it, it and a lot of times what ends up happening is we see this happen a lot where a woman, um, a wife will become almost what we would call enmeshed mm -hmm. into her husband, where she loses her identity, and that's one of the reasons why I think these betrayals are so painful because she has lost the sense. Not that it wouldn't be painful even if a woman has a healthy sense of identity, right? But it's even more painful if a woman has kind of lost herself. Mm -hmm. her in her personhood into this man who then now betrays her. Yes. And that's that's a that's an additional kind of pain which makes it I think the healing process even more difficult for that woman because she's left going who am I? Mhm. Mm mm -hmm. Where do I go from here? I don't know who I am because 
who I was, who I thought I was, as I enmeshed myself in this in this man, has been destroyed, stripped, beaten, betrayed, you know, because he's right. gone and done these other things. And so mm-hmm. why don't you speak to those wives out there who feel like, yes, that was that's me. I've I've lost who I was and now that now I don't know where to find me again. And that kind of gets to this personal care you're talking about. It does. I just want to encourage you that um, this journey of self-discovery, it can be kind of uncomfortable (laughs) because you're thinking, of course I know who I am, you know. But for me, I remember being asked, you know, what do you like to do? I forget about all the family stuff, but what hobbies or, you know, what makes you happy? And I'm a very relational person and I like to sometimes go and have coffee with a friend and, uh, you know, so all these things I had to kind of identify um, and I encourage you to identify that too, to uh, start. This is where we we started on, on coaching at the end of our first session, uh, that's where coaching can really help you get a balanced perspective of life. Because even though this is a life, a uh, bigger than life problem mm-hmm. right now, it feels, um, it's not all that you're about. <laughs> you right, know, yeah. there, there's more to your life than this. And, um, and to come to a point that you kind of, start thinking about in those terms of just what is it that um i'm about what what are my gifts you know what are the ways that i can be uh involved in serving that's not in my family it's in mm-hmm. the body of christ or to a neighbor i had a neighbor at that time that was needed my attention and she wasn't a believer and i wanted to uh, develop a relationship with her, you know, and that was something I focused on. Um, so, yeah, very important. Too, you know, and I think too, sometimes that even involves, if I can even say it, fun. Yes. You know, my, uh, my wife, my wife and I were separated for nine months. And during that separation, uh, at one point, some, some family members um, sort of kidnapped her for a day. And they went and went to a park. They watched a movie. You know, they just went out and said, let's let's make this day about you just having some enjoyment in your life. Because sometimes it's it's so overwhelming on the front end of, of the discovery phase because everything feels like it's going through that grid. It's like you feel like you, you nothing is unrelated to that issue. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's important to take a day and almost kind of hit the pause button on the crisis. Yes. And say, okay, this day is about me. Mm-hmm. This day is about me going and doing something I enjoy, going and being with some friends that I can connect with. Not about this issue, but just yes. let's go shopping. Let's go watch a movie. Let's go just take a walk in a park. Or do your nails. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 that's right. So that is that's been really important mm-hmm. to focus on that. And I a little farther in my recovery, um, when I actually came to the States and got involved in a in a support group for wives, um I've I just 
was greatly helped. Uh, there was an annoying exercise that we practiced, <laughs> you know, that uh, about feelings mm -hmm. and what was the feeling that you would describe for this week. And we had a list to pick from. And the exercise kind of led us to think, uh, when was the first time you ever remember feeling this way? So it's it's kind of a self-discovery um, exercise. Mm -hmm. And it was really hard in the beginning, but then I got the hang of it, and it helped me to really identify. Again, it's to me, this is self-care, um, personal care, just being able to understand myself more and the kinds of things that really uh, are hot buttons for me and why and where they've come from. Mm -hmm. um, so I just encourage to go deep and I would say Jonathan that um, this focus on self-care and letting God take care of me and letting others be a part of that um, has been the most important part of my recovery mm. um, it truly was putting the mask on myself first and it's what has helped me to help my husband, to help my children, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's kind of different than what we tend to think oftentimes. So let me help them, The you know, but the Lord just made it very clear. If you don't take care of you right now, if you don't let me. And it's important, I think, for our listeners to hear that that is not a that's not a selfish motive. Mm -mm. Uh, you know, I, I put it this way. You can only give what you have. That's right. So if you are completely empty, mm -hmm. I mean, I hate to put it this way, you don't have anything to give. No. And so wives, you need to be patient. This gets back to that patience issue. You need to be patient with this process as you get filled up. You know, even in the middle of this chaos, even in the middle of the pain, all of the struggle and the suffering and, and the hurt, you can, st you can be filled up. Mm -hmm. It's a process of being filled up. And then this personal care aspect is huge in that. The Lord wants to fill you up. And he wants to use other ladies to help you be be filled up as well. You know, we've only got a couple minutes left, and I I want to um, I want to make sure that uh, we get a little information in here about the the coaching and some ways we can direct the wives. I do want to let you wives know out there that this uh, this first seven days for wives is on our website. Uh, if you go to bebroken.com and just search for either first seven days or you can go in the drop down menu under get help. It's under our starting point for first seven days for wives. Uh, but Gigi, we've got a couple things that you wanted to share before we before we close, kind of about coaching and about some resources that might be helpful for some wives. Yeah, well, coaching, I just wanted to actually read Jonathan because I think it's well put here by Barbara Steffens on uh, coaching, partners, recovery coaching. And this is what the Lord is leading me to be involved with. Uh, and she puts it this way, that coaching is not counseling for mental disorder um, or, you know, if you need a therapist to to go through your past and help you understand how this, you know, what you need to 
focus on that's not what mm-hmm. what coaching and, is and and coaching can help you understand that coaching can to where a, a good coach can mm-hmm. can see those things and say you know what that's an issue that that would be best served in yes, a counseling that's right. setting that's right or if you're struggling with depression and have some just you know mm-hmm. um things that need to be addressed in a therapy uh ther- with a therapist I would definitely recommend that. But it, coaching is a process where your strengths are identified and built upon as you seek to, seek to understand and respond to being in relationship with a sexual addict or compulsive person. Um, our focus is on releasing your strengths. I love this, you know, uh, your creativity and problem-solving skills to enable you to move forward into healthy living and relationships. So, you know, the coaching session, you're really an expert on your own life. And even though you don't, may not even know it, <laughs> but uh, I, a good coach will definitely uh, bring that out. And I think that's the key. And this is why I think coaching is a good starting point for a lot of wives, mm-hmm. because it's a way to help you discover things that are, if you can put it this way, kind of locked inside of you. That's right. And a coach mm-hmm. sort of helps you mine that territory in your heart and um, not in a directive sort of way, but more in a, if I can put it this way, it's almost like a uh, a person that's going to just help sort of shine a light in areas and then you are the one that ultimately is going to have the aha moments. Oh, so that's where that was. Or, oh, that's what that's about. And so um, I want to recommend that if you're a wife out there and you're feeling like, I just feel kind of directionless, I, I'm feeling a little lost in this journey, I want to encourage you to contact us. Uh, you can either go to our website at BeBroken.com or you can call us toll-free at 1-800-49-PURITY. And uh, we'd love to have uh, Gigi just kind of help you, uh, help direct you in, in ways that you can find some healing. We're out of time, and we're glad you've been with Mm -hmm. us this week, and we look forward to having you back here again next week on the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com. 